Today's epistle lesson comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 9. And so, brothers and sisters, I cannot speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving according to human inclinations? For when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants, working together. You are God's field, God's building. The word of the Lord. My friends, whether we realize it or not, but we live in a world where bitterness, and confusion are causing agonizing lines of division among us. These lines of divisions are separating us from working together for the common good of all creation. But most importantly, these lines of division is separating us from the love of God or merely separating us from God. And if we look closer, we will see how bitterness and confusion are causing rifts between family members and friends. If we look close enough, we will see how the lines of of division is causing or causing hostility among church people. If we look closely enough, will even discover how lines of divisions are destroying our broader communities. I contend that the heart of the division is immaturity and unhealthy competition sparked by our ungodly allegiance to people that have a tendency to overshadow our understanding of God. However, we all can get excited and we all can praise God knowing that in all of God's mercy, God has given us instructions through scriptures. And those instructions through scripture can help us refocus our attention. It can teach us how to support healthy competition initiatives, and Scripture also can teach us how to become better servant leaders. 
And it's here in this epistle letter to the church at Corinth where we can hear Paul addressing an argument concerning allegiance. And in the context of this first Corinthians text, we understand that some people have declared their allegiance to Apollos. And as we look in the 18th chapter of Acts, we will find out that Apollos was considered an eloquent man well-versed in scriptures, and Apollo spoke with burning enthusiasm. And also, if we continue to look in, in the book of Acts, we will find out about Paul, where some people declared their allegiance to Paul. And, and we've later discovered that, that Paul was the first missionary, an apostle, to teach the message of Jesus Christ to this very church at Corinth. Indeed, Paul could have taken the high road because this was his letter to the, to the church. He could have uh, taken the high road to encourage and, and challenge his listeners to pledge more allegiance to him versus Apollos. But rather... Paul used this opportunity to remind them that he and Apollos were mere servants and fellow laborers for the sake of Jesus Christ. And most importantly, in this particular passage of Scripture, we will find Paul reminding his listeners that ultimately it is God and God alone who transforms creation in ways that promote growth and building opportunities. And we, can, and we can see and we can understand how Paul's advice in this text can be used practically even here at Central. As a team, administrative and, a, a administrative and pastoral team, I've come to understand that we don't covet each other's gifts. That we support and respect each other's gifts and talents where we lovingly share in ministry for the common good of our church family as well as the community. We acknowledge and understand our prospective roles in advancing the inbreaking of the kingdom of God here on earth. For example, Reverend Will is an extraordinary senior pastor. He is a visionary. He's a teacher, and he's a sound preacher. Reverend Kathy is a compassionate and dedicated leader in pastoral care, support, and a partner in congregational care ministry. And I consider myself to be one that's very dedicated to promoting outreach, evangelism, and, and programs that, that serve our children, our families, and our youth in ministries. 
as a pastoral staff, with our administrative staff, along with our dedicated laity, we all are working together to promote unity and maturity in ministry in the church as well as beyond the walls of the church. Perhaps some of Reverend Will's gifts may be more effective than my gifts in certain situations. Perhaps Reverend Kathy's gifts may be more effective than someone in administration. Perhaps someone that's among the laity may be more effective in serving a particular need than all the staff. Indeed, my friends, each of us, have sacred worth. And we should honor and celebrate our many gifts in our one community of faith. Also, just in case we forget, I want to remind us, as Paul reminded his listeners in this biblical text, we all are called to be and become better servants of God. We are not in competition with each other. And Paul's message to the church at Corinth is still a relevant message for us today. Although we are human beings where we all have differences of opinions, which include our opinions about our favorite leaders or our opinions about ones that we are not too fond of for various reasons. Yet, I encourage and I challenge us to find healthy ways to work together through cooperative efforts intended for the common good of all creation with God's help. Also, let us remember and embrace the omnipotence and the omnipresence of God. Because, again, it is God who gives the growth. We all are servants of God through Christ Jesus. Whether we realize it or not, my friends, we need each other to survive. And we need God to lead and guide us forward. Therefore, let us strive to handle our differences in mature ways. Let us pray for discernment to know when it's time to lead or know when it is time to step back and let someone else take the lead accordingly. Finally, my friends, I urge us to put away childish things as adults. Wow. And let us strive to work together. Indeed, we can accomplish so much more together versus being divided. God is with us, and we have each other to help in ministry as well as help each other along life's journey. And today, my friends, we are grateful 
that God continues to remind us of God's presence among us. We are also grateful how God continue to, continues to mold and, and build effective persons to serve as servant leaders in our broader community. And we can celebrate these facts as we present to you today Central's annual mission persons of the year. Indeed, my friends, all of us are leaders in our prospective places, and we want to celebrate and acknowledge the contributions that all of us make to making our church better and our broader community better. And Central definitely should be proud the many outreach contributions and countless volunteer hours that we continue to use in our community. As a church, we have said in our vision and we continue to say that we're committed to following Jesus, loving God, and loving our neighbors. 